FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another Renthal Reaction podcast. This is the 2021 Monster Energy Supercross schedule drop. Yes, we did one already, but uh, things changed. We lost Glendale. We added uh, Atlanta. We added um, Orlando. And uh, we've got more clarification on East versus West as well. So we're doing a 2021 Monster Energy schedule drop, Renthal Reaction Part 2. Uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, Renthal.com, please check them out on the web when you're in the market for some handlebars, for some chains, for some grips, for some sprockets, all models. They've got all the old stuff as well for sprocket fitments and everything else. They've got a really cool chart on there to help you select your bar bend. Renthal.com, of course, you know the name. You know they got more championships than all the other brands combined, which is insanity when you think about it. The Fat Bar 36 was released earlier this year, and uh, it's actually uh, been doing fantastic for the guys there. And uh, Kenny Roxon used it to win some Supercrosses this year. Chase Sexton is using it right now in preparation for his 2021 Monster Energy Supercross attack. And please check him out, Renthal.com. Here's the Renthal Reaction Show. Joining me as usual for these is uh, from Renthal.com. It's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Long time, no talk. Yeah, Steve, it's been a while. I miss you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, some uh, interesting news this morning. So a lot of big changes and finally clarity on all 17 rounds, east and west, as you did say. So, um, yeah, I think there's definitely some things we could talk about here and, and see how this is affecting people. Yeah, and t- speaking of affecting people, uh, FXR Chaparral Honda team owner Michael Lindsay will join us in a little bit to talk about this from a team owner point of view. There's some things that – He's not stoked about that. Maybe we'll uh, we'll 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 get into and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, coming up here shortly on on the podcast. So looking forward to getting Michael on the show. But first of all, we lost Glendale. Basically, from what we ha- from what we gather, the Arizona people said uh, you can have your race, but you can have no fans. The folks at Feld said, "Well, we need fans, so we're out." I was really looking forward to Glendale, Paul. That was uh, one that I was uh, circled on the calendar. I can drive through it from here. I really like the stadium, the track, the area around there is great. So I- I'm bummed that we-, we lost Glendale. Yeah, for sure. For reasons like that, I, I fully agree, right? Like it's, um, it's, a, it's a fun race to go to. It's close for um, most of the teams, right? Especially like when it comes, when you talk about title contenders and, and people that sell tickets, all those riders' semis come from from California, you know, so that was a good one for everybody. It's a fun little town area, place to eat. And uh, so, yeah, that's a shame, obviously, but um, how do you, you, you don't, you can't blame Feld, right? I mean, they've been having to pivot so many times through all this and, and they have to have the ability to sell some tickets because this is a tough, um, tough, uh, yeah, climate kind of we're dealing right. with, with all this COVID stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I understand. So, uh, Orlando, we got two in Orlando. Uh, look, not a great stadium. We used to go there all the time for the series. Um, not a great stadium. But, but, uh, but Florida <laughs> yeah. is, is open for business as far as COVID restrictions and everything. So that part will be a little bit better for the series. But not a great stadium. No, no. I mean, I, I, I raced in that stadium myself um, years and years ago. I went to school in Orlando. I attended UCF, so I'm very familiar with that stadium in that area. It's a rough part of town, um, and it is a old, old stadium. So, um, uh, so I would imagine it was it was you know, lower on the rent scale, you know, yeah. as far as yeah. uh, <laughs> as far as a venue to rent. Um, and yeah, um, I was just in Florida for three weeks too. So while there is plenty of of COVID update our mandates there it is it is a bit different than other places in the country obviously so um yeah 
but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of riders are stoked, right? We got so many guys that are that are based in Central Florida now. So right, and you know, uh, they can drive to after those two Orlando is Daytona, essentially the same as Orlando. You're getting basically three, you know, three hometown races for a lot of racers, as you talked about. So uh, another change is um, obviously we're going to, we're going to Dallas. Another change is three Atlanta. And uh, and one Salt Lake. Those were all TBA when the schedule first came out. And obviously, we all heard through the grapevine they were hoping to get to California, and that's just not going to happen. So we have three in Atlanta, and then that Salt Lake, a, a doubleheader in Salt Lake uh, to close the series out. Uh, what you think? What's your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I, I'm not familiar at all with Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, obviously, it's an outdoor venue at a NASCAR track, so um, that's going to be a very unique kind of a uh, atmosphere. Um, I would imagine, you know, they a lot less social distancing, distancing rules there, so they could sell more tickets. Um, it does open us up, up for some rain and mud races. Um, and I have heard for years that the Mercedes Dome in uh, in Atlanta is very, very pricey to rent. So again, I think this is a, uh, a business move, right? In, in order. Um, so, but yeah, the only thing I'm unclear about is I'm trying to find the correct. I think I have it correct, but is would it would Atlanta be two East Coasts and one West Coast? No, all three East. All three East. Okay. So yeah. what I'm looking at is dated. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, all three east uh, is Atlanta, and then we go west for Salt Lake City, and then the final one is an east-west showdown. And so. the uh, when we're in Orlando, the Orlando 1 would be east, and Orlando 2 would be west. Correct. Uh, no, actually, they have oh, it here. Oh, oh, Orlando 1 west, Orlando 2 east. Yeah. So yes, that's basically, right. sorry, we're going all west, then all east, one west, and then we're wrapping it up with a showdown. It's it's uh, I like yeah, that part it. of it. I definitely like the let's get out of let's get every series done basically um, except for one round or two rounds. I like that part of it uh, for the team zone. And we'll talk to Michael a little little bit. That's um, that's a tough deal if you're a 250 West team and you're going all the way from Indianapolis to Orlando for a race and then turning around and going right back home to 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 go up until uh, Salt Lake City. So you're basically adding a long brutal. Indianapolis to Orlando, Orlando to California. Uh, if you're a West 250 West team, so yeah, that's, yeah, but that's I tough. Mean, there's no rush to get back to California. No, but expenses, expense wise. So um, that's that's. But yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do to balance the East West series, right? That's what you you we yeah, want to have. Um, the I mean, yeah, I think it's go ahead, go ahead. The Atlanta Motor Speedway. I just picture it like Daytona, right? We're gonna take a little bit of the infield and build a soupy track. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, 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 do you know anything about day, day race, night race, anything like that? I do not. No, I do not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know for sure either. I, I actually just got my health docs from you know this thirty-one page thing that everyone has to fill out to attend the race, and there is some info in there about the races, but nothing about again timelines and anything. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. I, I, I mean, I guess lighting isn't an issue right at any of these speedways, but it's always been a question at daytona so i have to assume that there's something there with atlanta you know just sure there's stadium lights but when you're racing on the floor there and you know i believe they always try to they they light daytona they always bring in extra lights for daytona supercross right yeah yeah i think so yep so yeah, um i don't know i yeah. guess that's interesting to me that'll be interesting as well yeah so Bummer to lose uh, Glendale for Orlando. Um, you know, I'm not stoked on that. Atlanta, well, whatever. You know what I mean? It's later on the series. I like the two Salt Lakes. We can go there again. I, uh, I, I'm, I, I still, 
in a normal series, I'll cut the guys from slack in 2021. But if we end the series in in Salt Lake and not Vegas in 2022, I will once again fire up my uh, race tech rant because I just to end the series in Salt Lake. You know they're getting money from those. I just I just don't like it. Just end it in Vegas. We've always <laughs> we've done that for so long. Everybody kind of enjoys it. It's a little bit of a vacation for people. Um, it's so much better. So I'll, I'll cut them some slack in 2021, though, Paul. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you, right? It'd be cool to be in Vegas, but um, I was just in Vegas, and it ain't that cool in Vegas right now. So. No, no, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I get it for sure. Do you like so, – so they flip-flopped the west and the east, right? So we were going to start east. Houston was east, and we were going to do all that. And for reasons we don't really know, and maybe Michael – We'll have them on here in a second on the Rental Reaction Pod. Uh, why would they do that off the top of your head? Any idea? Um, you know, I, I don't know, but, like, if, if I'm looking at it as a rider, at least at least for the 250 guys, you don't have to be healthy all year to race your series now. Like, we've had some guys go down with injury or coming back from injury. Now they have more time to prepare. They can, you know, go Hunter, Hunter Lawrence, Justin Cooper, um, Jordan Smith, those guys can all go race East Coast, um, and they don't have to be ready till February 13th. Uh, so, I mean, again, I think that is uh, still a bit of a pass for the 250 guys that they don't have to be healthy for all 17 rounds, and that's what makes the, the 450 class so tough. The last schedule was much more mixed, and, um, you know, I think you have to be healthier longer to win those titles. Uh, with this, I, I don't know. I mean, Again, that, that, we don't even know who's going to who's going to race which coast yet. So yeah. I, I would assume nobody's really decided. It's all being based off injuries right now. So if you were going to show up at Houston and be an East round, and now you're going to show up Houston and be a West round, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, I, I just yeah. Any idea why that? The, can you speculate? I, I don't I don't know why they would do that because basically every race we lost Glendale, so every race on the series is Dallas and East except for two. Um, so going east west flipping it doesn't seem to make a difference to me. I don't, you know, because obviously the Salt Lake City, the final ones both, we already knew that, and the Salt Lake one is west. But you could just have left it, and then everybody, like we're a month out, people are planning I mean, things. So I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure that out. I mean, I th- they just added, they added, uh, you know, three Atlantas and and two Orlandos. So those are all undisputably East Coast races. They're in Florida and Georgia, where, you know, Indianapolis, Texas, those can be kind of pick and choose. And, I mean, they know, are closer. Yes, the they're, they're closer west. Yeah, yes, so uh, that's true. That, that is, I guess, that's my theory, I guess, that it makes more sense this way because they just added five definite East Coast rounds. So yeah. I think they just had to change Houston to be west. Same thing with um, uh, where is Indy. They just, they're like, ah, these can be considered West. Right, right. They're kind of in the middle of the country. So that would be my speculation. But but when you say people are preparing for one or the other, like, I mean, we've known the first race is January 16th, no matter what. Like, are are, are you committing to one coast already? Well, know, yeah, there's teams. That are, absolutely. Think how many teams just do one coast. Think of the, the club racing guys are, are East always. And think of uh, 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 the West Coast teams like um, JMC. And t- teams like that that always just do West, you know. There, there's definite East and West 250 teams, and they've been planning their deal, you know, for oh, a while. Definitely so. the West. 
it's definitely the West Coast guys that are getting fucked because now they're going. Yeah, they're going. They're going to have to go earlier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and let's yeah. talk to Michael Lindsay in a second here. But one more thing, Paul. No triple crowns. It was also announced. No triple crowns when the first state uh, schedule drop came in. They said triple crowns will be announced at a later date. So all indications were we were going to continue to have triple crowns. Well. They've already said it. There's no triple crowns in 2021. Um, thoughts on that? I, I honestly think that's coming from the the high end race teams and um, the especially the like you know the team the the high end 250 teams that would have to carry so much equipment. I think it'd be just impossible because now with the schedule changing, um, you know, for instance, if you're West, you're done at Glendale, Arizona, and the uh, I'm sorry, if you were in the old series, if you're east, you're done after Indy and you can go home. And then the West Coast guys are basically staying in California and showing up at Arizona. Um, and then they don't, you know, they don't have to go to Daytona or anything. So I, I honestly, I think, I think part of that, and again, I'm pretty positive. A lot, part of that is just teams saying that they can't care, you know, because obviously everybody wants to have two bikes for a triple crown is what it boils down to. Like these, these you know, the, the title winning teams. And that's a lot of equipment to carry if you have two or three East Coast 250 guys and you have to go to Triple Crown and then another Triple Crown the following weekend, you know, in yeah. Orlando. So I, I don't know. I don't. That's my speculative, speculative yeah. guess, I guess. No, it makes sense. Uh, how about we bring Michael in here and uh, talk a little to him about his team and the effects that this schedule, this final schedule, has on him. All right, let's bring him in here on the Renthal Reaction Show. It is the team owner for the FXR Chaparral Honda Squad, and uh, he just got a whole lot busier. It's uh, Michael Lindsay. What's going on, Michael? How are you? Uh, I think since I texted you this morning, like 30 seconds after the schedule came out, I have been on a phone every waking minute since that moment. Yeah, this is. it's definitely curious. Paul and I were just breaking it all down. Um, obviously, adding the East races like Orlando and Atlanta – uh, which are far east compared to Houston, which is west of that. That was the cause of what the switch is. But for you, Michael, this puts you in a, in a bit of a bind, huh? And a lot of west teams, 250 west teams. And that's, I've been on the phone pretty much since then with all west teams and a little bit with Fell, just trying to describe them like it doesn't, it, it would be one thing if the schedule switch, it, it, you know, wasn't community. Everybody else finds out publicly at the same time as the teams do. I think the factory teams only found out maybe about. 20 hours ahead of when we did. Um, but it really kind of just throws a wrench in everybody's plans. If it was a non-COVID year, it'd probably be different. But even trying to work this with Fells, was trying to explain to him, like, hey, a lot of smaller teams have been held back on getting parts and bikes because, say, if, like, an, an OEM or an aftermarket brand is supporting teams on each coast, there, there's been some priority laid out. Like, hey, if a team is east, which – so far, all the schedules have said East is going first. Those guys have been getting priority on what little product is actually available right now. And a lot of us have been kind of pushed back a little bit, like, okay, hey, you guys probably won't receive some of your stuff till the end of December. I mean, but it gives you two months, blah, blah, blah. And right. we based everything on our schedules around that. I mean, engine build, suspension testing, just because it's, you know, everybody kind of has to work together, power sports industry, to get through this whole thing. And then the schedule just comes down flips. And I, and my understanding is, like, on, on Feldman, they were kind of like, hey, it doesn't matter. East is, you know, since the West rounds have to go east anyways, it really doesn't matter which coast you ride. But contracts are also somewhat precise for regional-only teams. There's a lot of teams that, that are west that are just like, well, F it. We're going to ride east so we can still stay on our planned build schedule. Mm-hmm. But we have certain sponsors, OEM contracts, different things. They're like, no, you're, you're contracted to race west. And after 
talking to, to some guys, hell, they were like, well, we, we figured that all the West teams would go East Coast when we switched it, and all the East Coast teams would go West because they're already ready. And so far, that's not the case. All yeah, the East yeah. regional teams I've spoken to are going to stay East, and every West region team is going to go East. So everybody's going to all end up on one coast. Wow, that'll be other than that'll be fact, chaotic. Other than the factory teams that have to split it, yeah. But all your one region teams are all going to have to go east because I mean, there's some. We've at least had operating equipment for you know like two months as we've been testing. But I've talked to a few small teams that literally just received their motorcycles this week. Their guys have not even ridden Supercross yet, and they're being told, "Guess what? It's a few days before Christmas break. Figure out how to build engines and suspension and test and be able to race in a couple weeks." Paul, you've been a mechanic for, you know, Monster Energy Pro Circuit and stuff. That That's a tough deal, like what, what Michael's saying. Yeah, I mean, it's tougher this year because I agree with what Michael's saying about about availability of product and, and in the marketplace, right? Like every brand is, is feeling inventory issues right now. I don't think that's any secret. Um, but, I mean, I disagree a little bit because – uh, I think Feld has to make moves what's what are in the best interest for their series. I if if their only grounds for calling races west or east is their geographic location, then I mean, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? If Houston and Indy are 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 east and then all of a sudden we're racing Orlando and, and Arlington and Atlanta and we call those west. I guess that would be weird, right, for for the casual fan. But the casual fan is what they are selling to and they're trying to make money from and ticket sales. And I think for the most part, this schedule change doesn't affect any of any riders and teams that put that sell tickets, which is a a harsh truth to say, but I think it is true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's difficult. I mean, like, again, I, I, I think I've said it many times before I've, I've spent late, late nights at the shop before working like, you know, on Christmas Eve and Christmas day and new year's Eve and new year's day. And this year is going to suck. Absolutely. It's going to suck. But again, I think you have to just, it's, it's, it sucks, right? It's going to be a lot of work for a lot of people, but at least there's racing. That's that, that I think has to hold paramount. I think people have to make concessions in in, in like the tricky times. Well, there's con- like, there's, there's making I'm, concessions, Paul. But then also, I saw it a little bit with Michael. There's making concessions, and there's also like we don't have the bikes and parts because we yeah. we saw a schedule that had us racing in February. Yeah, and, you know, and to that, to that, uh, and to that, like what I was saying is tough to a lot of teams. Like I think everybody was fully aware. Cool thing, Kenny. Sorry, walking the best um, The I think everybody was prepared for on West Region teams of having a race east because we understand that field bills are with there. It is what it is. I think what a lot of teams I spoke to are facing, you know, we, we've had a crunch. We've lost teams. You got a lot of small ones that are doing what they can to hang on, and it's it's literally it, it sounds so dumb because we're having this conversation with Phil, but even though it's just a name, it's a lot of it is like I said, contract related is. Instantly, every West Region team just wants to go race East Coast because they're like, well, F it, on, on West Region, we're going to have to drive East Coast, so the fuel bill is what the fuel bill is and the travel costs are what they are. That's, that, that is what it is. You're going to have to handle it this year. We have the tide around. It'll all kind of balance out. But there's just the time frame issues of, while well, right. has always said, hey, the rounds can change. I think everybody's been aware of that. We were also at some point here and like, hey, East Coast is going to start on this date, and West Coast is going to start on this date. Even if West Coast has to race in Florida, it's not going to start till around the 20th of February. So, like I said, a lot of brands and parts and stuff has been 
delegated in relation to, hey, East Coast teams go first. These guys need their stuff by these dates. These guys aren't racing until these dates. And some of us have been trying to work really, trying to be considerate also of the brands we're working with or the suppliers of like, hey, we understand like, look, we need just a bit to operate on practice right now. We're just building test bikes. Here's our timeline, our schedule. And now that's all been thrown out the window and people are either if they want to get anything expired, they're just going to start spending more money, basically. Well, okay. Or guys are going to be un- underprepared, or you're just going to have all the guys being shuffled to one coast. And Michael, and- is it as easy? Is it as easy? Is, is it as easy as you to shift to East as asking Honda if you can do that with with Mumford and Shock, or is there bigger hoops to jump through than that? There's there's quite a few because it's also it's it's your like in our case it's an OEM partner thing because they with Geico only they have partner. You know, they have regional teams like Phoenix is supposed to do East. We're supposed to have, they also have the, the um, I, I don't know what to call them anymore. They, I, I don't want to spoil their sponsor, but we used to be the Penrite team. Um, are all contracted to do different things, and it does mess with our deals because we're being told, hey, you're, you're supposed to go do this, or we have other sponsors, whether they're gear brands that have separated out their money for waste and West teams, and now all their teams are wanting to jump on one coast and everything. You have a lot of brands that are coming in going, no, 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 no. It says you're supposed to do this. Within 20 minutes of that schedule coming out, I had six emails from six different major brands on our team that said, okay, so, yeah, you're contracted to do West. So that's what you have to do. So uh, so did you think, uh, Michael, that come, East, come West Coast in Houston, the 250 class will not – will just have the factory guys in it and, and yourself and Phoenix and JMC – and uh, um, uh, what's the other Ryan Clark's thing? Like Bar X, uh, Ryan Clark Ryan- Club. Based on I've spoken to almost every single one of those teams right now, and we are all playing on racing East Coast together because yeah. the guys that are East that were labeled as East Coast are contracted to do East, so they're easily able to look at their sponsors. Go, okay, cool. We can maintain our right. what we were contracted to, and we're just going to push back and. Your major West teams, your Barch, your JMC, um, my team, uh, the the Rockwell team, AJE, are all going to have to go east because nobody has nobody has everything together because we've been, like I said, considerate of our brand, working with our partners, working on timelines that associate to that. So it, it and, sounds like I, I think you should you should get it done, Michael, and get to the West Coast. It sounds like the West is going to be easier, and you can get some better results for your guys. <laughs> no, and that's the other thing is if, if it is doable. Because like everybody's bailing, it could be great for results. But the honest fact is, as bad as I'm sure as you were, like for some brands, as bad as parts supplies are, I've made a few calls. There are some things we can expedite. There are other things I can not expedite. I can't even go to a dealership and buy some of the stuff that we need to finish everything. Like it doesn't. Mm-hmm. The parts just don't exist. They've already been rele- delegated out to other people, right? And they don't exist. Huh? Yeah. So. This is a kind of, I, I'm, I mean, I think uh, I, I do feel it for you, Michael. I, I, you know, we're a month out, and and I've been on race teams, and Paul, you've been on race teams, and, and Michael, you're dealing with it right now. Like, it's it's you, you take away Christmas, you take away New Year's, and dude, it's it's here. So uh, that'll be interesting for a competition level, from a Pulp MX fantasy level, Paul. Uh, uh, it's, yeah, and it, it's going to be convoluted for sure, and like, and and every. Every supplier and retailer and brand, like like I said, it's not just inventory issues. It's raw material issues. It's 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 because the world stopped for a couple months, and now we're dealing with the headache of it all, right? Um, so I I feel you. I feel I, it's going to be the most difficult year to get prepared for by far. I mean, 
Now, oh, sure. when you uh, talked to Feld, Michael, what, what did they say the reasoning was? Just that the, the added the east the added the east races, so the geographically, like Paul was saying, it, it works out. It, it wasn't. There wasn't. And I'll be honest, man, we didn't have a long enough conversation about it. We were more to the issue of what the problem was. But I, I didn't get the most straightforward. It was kind of like at first. At first, they were trying to say to me, "Oh, well, the driving's better." And then you look at the schedule, and it's like, no, it's you know, we're still crossing the country. It's eating up the same fuel bill. That that really doesn't. It's not any better for West Teams driving, which we all accept. Every one of the smaller West Teams, albeit we're tight on budget, like, yeah, we it's the way it is. We're going to yes. have to drive. Yeah. We, it is what it is. There's yep. nothing we can change about that. Um, there wasn't really much so would, reason a, other than other than they said is, well, this is normally how it goes, so we wanted to turn it back. That was the most simple answer I got. Which also, and it was kind of interesting speaking to to like or to to me about this was kind of like. Feld's also understanding of East versus West to them, they kept using the analogy, oh, it's just red versus blue. Like, what does it matter? And talking about smaller teams, they're like, you don't understand, like, how our contracts are written. Like, yes, to you, it's just a name, but to us and the way people have budgeted and found parts and dealt with it, it's it's a little more than just a mm-hmm. name. Like, every, every team I've talked about, like I said, all the West teams except we're going to have to drive the East Coast. What everybody I talked to this morning about just said, can you please – just flip the east and west start dates back to what they were because then the east teams that have been getting ready for the beginning of the season will start first like they planned to and they've got their equipment yeah. planned around and the west teams that have been considered trying to get has been working off that schedule and been considerate to their partners can start on the schedule they they've been told right up and down that we were going to run with yeah i mean we're a month out paul what were you going to say uh, yeah i was just is that the fix like so it's the start date so you had like previously West was going to start on February twentieth, right? And now the first kind of coast switch date would it's still February twentieth. So you're saying that if if they just call Houston and Indianapolis and Orlando one east, and then they call Orlando two, and I guess I don't know I don't know about Daytona, but the rest of them, if they call those ones west, that would fix everything. Literally, for every all the all the regional only teams I spoke to, it literally would. It's, and it's, that's what we we're trying to explain. I understand it. It, it kind of fits in Felsing where it's like, well, the names are just names. What does it matter? They are to the point it just matters on how. If if we were presented this three months ago, it, it is really just a name. But when it's come down this close to it, it's yeah. where a lot of people are like, I, and I don't want to I don't want to play in a weird position, but I know two, three of the West teams I know of regional have literally not ridden their bikes yet for this next year. So, like, give me an example riders, of how you're. They have riders that see a race four weeks out, and they know they won't even get to touch their practice bike for the first time on Supercross for another week and a half to two at least. Give me an example of how you were saying that contracts. It involves contracts because if you're saying that it's easy, easy to just call the call the call the west rounds east rounds and call the east rounds west rounds. It doesn't matter about the geographic location. How does that? How do your sponsors? How does the sponsor matter about the, you know, it doesn't matter about the geographic location. Like, do you have a West Coast sponsor? Our, in our case, it has a lot to do with OEM partner and some of the teams that have, you know, certain brands scheduled for each coast. Maybe a company that spends enough money that, hey, we, whether it's a gear or more of a manufacturer, some of the bigger contracts in the team, I've seen a lot of them where, hey, we scheduled out to have, spend, you know, our, our money out. We can't save it the brand that can't afford a PC or a star. They go get to regional teams. Um, now they're all going to get stacked on one one coast. And those teams are trying to basically tell us, if you don't race, some of these sponsors are going as far as if you don't race the coast you're scheduled to, we'll reduce your pay. 
Right, because they're paying another team to race the other coast. Yeah, so like, why are we stacking you all on one coast? So then it puts us already in the position where, I say, the West team is like, hey, we got to drive all the way. So we accept that. That's a little harder on budget. But it's like, hey, we have brands that literally might reduce the amount of income we have because we're going to stack up with another team that they scheduled to spend money on. And it's one thing if it's small sponsors, but like I said, it even comes down to the OEM partner level. Um, so they, how they schedule that, where they can't do it, because they're like, great, we don't want eight of our bikes on one coast. We want mm-hmm. three here, four there, and stuff like that. And and like I said, it's, it would be one thing in name if this was three months ago, but when it comes down to less than a month before, it's just availability. Like, uh, that's the other thing. I know, like, few teams I've talked to, like, that we've just spent all day. If we are forced to do it, everybody's just like, hey, all of our ETAs got moved up, and we're right before the holiday. Like, we, we literally can't get the stuff we need to even Yeah, build. I, I feel like, for you. Hey, Paul, he's got legitimate... Uh, gripes, yeah. I feel. <laughs> you know, no, I for sure, for sure, it's the smaller, it's the smaller West Two Fifty West Coast teams that are that are feeling it, right? Obviously, yeah, yeah. In Mike, in Michael's situation, so and I get, and I, I and fully understand, and it's absolute truth that it's hard to get product. Right it is, now. Yeah, and it yeah. is, and it doesn't matter. And at the end of the day, it it sucks from our position because I understand for. You know, if it's if it's Mitch, if it's Factory Husky KTM, they're going to run a guy on each coast. Honestly, at the end of the day, the announcement doesn't change for them. They just took who was supposed to be the East Coast rider and made them a West Coast rider, and the West Coast rider yeah. became an East Coast rider. Like a Honda yep. Jet was yep. scheduled to race East. They're going to move him to West because Hunter's not ready in time for West. He's going to get transferred to East. Yeah. So for them, it kind of is what it is. It transfers over. It's not a big deal. Um, and, it, and it really, what I'm just saying at the end of the day, for fellas, like, we just lost a bunch of huge teams, and you've got all these small teams that are doing everything they can to just, hey, we want to keep plugging away and keep going, and it just puts a huge, like I said, it's, it's simple at the end of the day. It's like, man, if you guys literally just made a coach change by name, you would help out all these small guys that are working their butts off and- just to be able to. Be, you know they're there to make extra jobs and extra rides. And if they did do that, it wouldn't affect the factory teams. They're they're, they're fine. Like whatever. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it, you know, like I said, but, for them, it really is red and blue. It, it doesn't yeah. matter at the end of the when, day. When you look at matter. yourself, Rockwell, JMC, uh, I can think of three. Um, there's got to be another one. A, oh, AJE. Uh, AJE. Yeah, there's four. And then Bar X was the other one. Right. Five, five, five teams. West teams I yeah. spoke to, and then there's three or four East teams that kind of all get affected by it where like I said the East guys aren't gonna bump over to West, all the West guys are gonna bump to East. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh well uh well spoken for sure and, and it does suck. And uh, do you think, Michael, there's a chance they flip this or no? Like you're just you're just yelling into the wind here. I I I don't know. There was some reception like I understand uh, fell understanding like I, I spoke to them this morning about it and they're like, Wow, well if everybody really feels like that, let's hear it. So I've spoken to every other okay regional team since and they've all made their calls today basically to express the same thing east and west right, teams because right. like i said it's and i understand it comes across as only the west team is griping but like i said felt understanding is they thought the east teams would bump over early but the east only teams i spoke to were like no we're gonna yeah. stay east because our contract says it yeah 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 time. yeah for sure yeah absolutely right? so it so, just mm-hmm. it just affects the, the smaller group and it is it's the plight of, of the small versus the big but with where the year is it's definitely if it was if it was any other non-cover year it i mean even a team that is technically not supposed to race to the later coast would probably have yeah more of their stuff um together and it's not and i don't feel and i i want to like anybody understand it's it's not that these smaller teams on west have been lazy about their prep or not trying to get ready like oh we've got so long they haven't been procrastinating it's just flat out the, the situation of 
the little COVID world we're living in right now of we're all trying as hard as we can to get stuff together. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we've had partners that have had to make decisions based on who's racing what, on what limited inventory they have, what limited budget they have as well to, yep. to be able to make this work. Yep. Uh, well said. Well, thanks for joining the Rental Reaction Show, Michael. Uh, things like that are, are why we do the show, and, and I think you've opened some people's eyes, and we'll see what happens, uh, you know what I mean, and uh, and go from there. But thanks for thanks for calling in. No problem. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks, Michael. All right. That's the FXR Racing uh, Chaparral Honda team owner, Michael Lindsay. Make some good points, Paul, for sure. I the, the Feld came out and changed it now, though. It's not a great look, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so difficult, right? I mean, and it's hard, probably hard for Feld to consider that when they made this change. Like, right, you don't I, – I definitely – they definitely didn't do anything on purpose to deliberately screw anybody over. They have a lot of – uh, extenuating circumstances and reasons for everything they're doing too, and we don't know all of them, so it's difficult, man. I Michael makes great points, and 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 it makes you know those two fifty West Coast teams have uh, basically, yeah, yeah, if they yeah. have Christmas yeah. plans, they don't have them anymore. No, there's five uh, five teams that Michael named there that definitely are going to be affected, but uh, and and you can feel for it for sure for a part situation yeah. and everything, right? He was telling me earlier on the phone that. You know, their his motors his motors weren't going to be done until the first week of January. They just weren't. You know yeah, what I mean? So that's like, gnarly. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's almost like it's almost like yeah. If you're if you're a little more ahead of the curve and a little more prepared, you can go race west. That could possibly be a less deep field, is what it sounds like. Yeah, can you imagine that if we start showing up and there's, you know. Just, just there's. I mean, I guess there'll the be privateers, but yeah. yeah. But it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how the depth is for sure. And then if East just ends up being stacked, you know. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, uh That's the Rental Reaction Podcast. Please check them out on the web if you're in the market for some bar. Seven Eighths Bar, the Twin Wall Bar, Fat Bar, Fat Bar Thirty Six, Sprockets, Chains, Grips, uh, Half Waffle, Full Waffle, whatever it is, they'll have you. Uh, they'll have you dial different density grips as well. Of course, you know that. Over the years, from uh, from absolutely uh, selling a ton of grips. Uh, anything else? Any other reactions, Paul? Uh, man, not right now. Uh, my just yeah, busy at work right now. It's a very very busy season, um, and trying to get a lot of stuff put to bed before Christmas. So um, so yeah, I think everybody's grinding out in power sports right now. I agree. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, Rental dot com for more information. Thanks, Paul. See ya.